0: Hey my name's Emma.
1: Hey, my name's Maddie.
0: And you're listening to the Pilot's Pandemic.
1: Got gut issues cuz Emma and I sure do. I have an issue with high sugar foods and anything with added preservatives, and Emma has a whole ass gluten intolerance, so We struggle with finding tasty treats, but thank the heavens for Abby Nola because it has been a lifesaver when we want a sweet treat fix without all the gut bombs that high gluten foods like cookies and cakes give us. Abby
0: Nola has a chocolate granola that is made with lupini beans, so it's gluten-free and only has one gram of sugar, leaving our sweet tooth satisfied and our tummies feeling perfectly fine.
1: You guys, you can head over to abby-foods.com or the Instagram account at abby under slash foods under slash co for your granola fix turned tasty treat fix you'll also find all kinds of recipes to try out so you'll get never get bored with abby Nola. use code pilots pandemic for 15% off your order of abby Nola.
0: What is going on, y'all? Welcome back to the Pilots Panamic Podcast. You're here with your host Emma and our beautiful co-host Maddie. Hey guys, it's so good to be back. I know we haven't done this in a while. It it's been at least three weeks since we've done a solo, I believe, because our last episode was with a guest. So it's been a hot minute. Um, As we had kind of mentioned the last time we did speak to you guys solo, and I think I posted about it on Instagram, we took a little bit of a hiatus, a little two-week break for Maddie's birthday and Thanksgiving. So we are returning, Um, and we are back, and we're going to cover a lot of really exciting things. I feel like The past month has been a huge whirlwind for us. We have lots of good stuff to share with you all. But the first thing we want to get into at the top of the show is cover Maddie's little B-Day Bash in Charleston. (laughs) Miss Mom and Maddie came to visit me down south and... um jesse you know made some good plans and then i had made some good plans so i think we showed you a good good old southern time um i was but- so
1: spoiled like you guys treated me so good took me to like the nicest restaurant stayed at the best hotel got massages together like i just felt like a princess so thank you wow.
0: I can't even, I I can't even lie. I kind of like was riding on that birthday wave with you. It was like we were on one of those 10 foot long, uh, Surfboards and we were riding it together. And I was behind you, behind you, letting you have your light. But like, also, I was so spoiled by Maddie's trip, (laughs) thanks to Maddie and Jesse. Like, I got to have a massage, my very first massage. Oh my gosh, I Maddie of course insisted that I stayed with her at her hotel room, so I got to stay at the like duh, and they valeted my car. I'm like trying to find street parking, and y'all are like, why don't you just valet it? I'm like. We just wanted
1: to like go all out and like really lean into like feeling like it was just like this luxurious birthday trip because honestly we've been working so hard both you and I so I was so happy to spoil you and remember I'm a twin so I'm also used to sharing my birthday with someone so and Jesse loves to spoil me and my friends so we both were like oh my god this is so much fun that you're along for the ride with us love that i got to stand in for
0: rye, rye.
1: Um, You did, yeah no
0: i had a great <laughs> freaking time and it's always a blast seeing you but of course it wasn't long enough. Um, I feel like I tried to pack as much stuff in as I could, but y'all literally brought that West Coast rain, that P&W nastiness. It was <laughs> terrible weather. Like Charleston, it never rains. I feel like somehow the rain always misses us. Of course, the week that they come to visit, it rains the entire time. I'm like, okay, this is just my fucking luck. And everything <laughs> that I had planned to do was outside because- Charleston is gorgeous. It's it's a city that's meant to be lived outside. The climate here is very mild, so it's like you can walk and do everything. You're never too cold. I feel like in the summertime you could definitely be too hot, but you'll never be too cold. Um, so I had like this laundry list of places and walks and things that I wanted to do with Maddie, and I feel like we really only got to do a handful of it, but we did like. One of the days, I think, was this, this was the day after your birthday, we did, yeah. um, we went to the French Quarter in Charleston, if anyone's familiar with that, I think it's called the French Quarter, oh my god, watch me be, like, saying it totally <laughs> <Butcher> wrong. I <it>. butcher <laughs> um, Almost positive it's called the French Quarter, but basically it's close to the battery, if you're familiar with Charleston, it's, like, the really old historic area where all the, like kitschy little painted houses are and the rainbow road and all of that good stuff the old jail is there there's a lot of good history and then there's a bunch of old bars so my plan was to do this big walk we only did a little bit of it like i had mentioned but i wanted to ask you maddie like what was your favorite part of that because i feel like where did we go we went to three different bars that i had never taken you to we went to henry's in the market, on the market. I think it's called Henry's on Broad. Thank you for reiterating
1: the names because I was like, "Are you really going to ask me to recall?" Because I don't remember. I drank too much that day. <laughs> <laughs> it, it everyone turned was... out well
0: for me that night. Maddie was sauced. I think this was probably the most sauced I've seen you, Maddie. And like (laughs) it was because I was so far behind you. I was drinking Miller Lights. Maddie was drinking IPAs. So Maddie was drinking probably three beers for every beer that I was drinking, bless her heart. Um, But I took you to Henry's on Broad. I took you to the Irish bar, which Tommy Condon's, which normally is way more fun, but we went on a weekday in the middle of the day. So it was kind of like, Dark and very in there. <laughs> and then we went to the blind tiger and sat out back, which I feel like that was your favorite because you made a friend at the bar. Yeah, that girl was like my buddy. She was so nice. And Maddie yeah. was reading like her entire astrology chart. We were sitting there <laughs> trying to guess like what star sign she was, what is her well, rising, what is right. her moon. We did. We did. We like, showed sure it.
1: That's on that intuition. <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: No, and then I think you tried to convince her that she should become a pilot. And then the entire day, the next day, Maddie is like trying to remember what this girl's name is
1: because they had exchanged numbers. And Maddie was like, no, I have to give her this information. That's because she was, I remember the conversation. She was like really into becoming a pilot. She thought that she could become a pilot because of her eyesight. Like, I guess it's not perfect. And Jessie and I were like, no, that's like, a myth, like you can become a punch. She's like, oh my god, seriously. So, I got her number and I was like, I will totally connect you. I don't know who I said I was going to connect her with, but I just wanted to check in with her. And then the very <laughs> next day, I was like, I don't even remember her name. Like, not even the letter it starts with.
0: No, me either. I, I don't you. even remember what the vibe was like. If it was like a three-letter, <laughs> four-letter. If it was like a longer name, or if it had like, like how many?
1: What is that called? <laughs> name even think. Okay, never mind. How many never syllables? Syllables. Like, like, and honestly, about yeah. the, the, the this is how you know I was like not there is because you know how good I am with names. You are very good with names. I'll give you that. Yeah, like I said, and were, last, I'm like uh, I remember. And her name like did not cement into my memory at all. No, yeah, so. it was actually hilarious.
0: I I I honestly it was so fun just watching you bumble around. You were very on your Charleston charleston theme that's so very charleston-esque of you to go out and get a little sizzied up a little (laughs) scissorped all right Uh, well that was our trip i don't know we don't have a lot of time today i feel like we could touch on thanksgiving but it's always the same old same old we
1: we ate (laughs) just eat (laughs) we We ate ate it up. I had the cranberry sauce, the potatoes, the turkey, the ham, the pie, um, and... I wish that I w- could have a Thanksgiving dinner in the South because I feel like you guys just have way better Thanksgiving, like with the foods that you have. Because you were telling me about like a corn, what was it like corn, corn souffle? Thing? Corn yeah. souffle. Babe. Oh,
0: oh, it's so good. It is so good. That and collards and mac and cheese. Mm. I mean, it's all mm. like the artery clogging like soul food. I feel like Thanksgiving in the South though, it's really just soul food. Um, I mean. A lot of the families around here, you'll see like the regular stuff like stuffing and um green bean casserole, sweet potato casserole, that kind of thing. But the a lot of people just the, all of the sides are pretty much soul food, Um, mm-hmm. which I love, which I love is my favorite kind of food. So I was definitely thriving on Thanksgiving. I was in charge of the collards and I actually really impressed myself this year. I did a damn good job. It took me all of like I think I cooked them for four hours, four or six hours. I mean they were on the oh. stove for a very long time. Like you literally have to cook the nutrients out of the collard. So it was a whole process. I had to do that the day before. Um but we did a lot of cooking the day before. So Thanksgiving Day was actually super chill. But Anyways, I want to move in to the, you know, the meat, speaking of food, the meat and bones of this Mm -hmm. week's episode, because I don't know, I can't really remember if we had touched on it last week's episode, but as you all know, there's just been so much um, aeromedical, aviation aeromedical related news recently, so we're going to kind of touch on that, and Majority of what we're touching on today is the NTSB
1: Roundtable event. So I'll let Maddie take us on in. Oh, well, yeah. So we have our pilot mental health campaign, which I'm and I are on the board of, was formally invited to the NTSB Roundtable event, which is very exciting for us. And it's focused on pilot mental health. It's also open to the public. So if any of you guys listening are like in the DC area, Please come and, like, show support. We do have, like, some swag to give out if you show up in support of the Pilot Mental Health campaign. But if not, it's not live broadcasted. It will be recorded so you can watch it on the NTSB's YouTube is what they're saying um, post-event. Um, And we'll drop the link in the bio if you guys want to register for the event, if you are like thinking about going, because you do have to register just to say that you're going to be there. It's a free event. So Um, what have we been up to lately with PMHC? Since since the Alaska thing happened, we have been very busy. Like, I feel like this is like one of the busiest times that Emma and I have been in. Um, Yeah for sure. Very, Mm -hmm. very stressful, but also like exciting. Like I, I have all this like exciting anxiety because things are like maybe going to (laughs) happen. Um, but we have a lot of volunteers. So all of our volunteers listening, thank you so much for your support because, honestly this is like a team thing like we wouldn't be able to do all of this without the support of everyone in the movement so thank you guys so much if you are volunteering at PMHC we really do appreciate it because we need all the help that we can get um all right now we're gonna move on to the news and I believe I'm reading the news article about the roundtable so yes yep they posted a little article so like you guys may be like kind of wondering like why this round table is being held at all and like i said with the news of the alaska pilot the chair of the ntsb homendy i forget her first name but her last name jennifer. So either, oh jennifer okay jennifer homendy she said um, she called out the FAA publicly. Um, and so this, she was like, we need to like really assess if the FAA is doing the right thing with their medical system. And since that happened, this whole uproar has come about with the NTSB and the FAA and PMHC has been in the the news kind of, I mean, we've had a lot of press come up, come and ask us about like what is happening. So Yeah, it's like tumultuous times, I feel like. Um, But the article reads, the U.S. National Transportation Safety Board will hold a roundtable discussion on pilot mental health after several recent incidents have come to light in which pilots apparently suffered mental breakdowns. Um, I'm sorry, my phone. I was like, is there the little like, dung,
0: dung, da-dung, Oh, that's my, that's (laughs) the alarm going off.
1: And I literally just, silenced it i turned it on the nighttime like the focus and it's still like doing that i have no idea why okay and then it says in a speech to the atc association's global aviation conference NTSB Chair Jennifer Hominy on November 2nd said that often mental health issues among flight deck crew go unreported and untreated, leading to situations that could compromise aviation safety. She blames the FAA's arcane rules on the subject as the primary reason. So honestly, so insane that like someone at the government level is calling out the FAA in, in that way, like in the public eye. Um, and, like, I'm so excited about that because <laughs> it yeah. it endorses our message. It says, yes, what we've been talking about is important and it, and it is real. Like, this is a problem. Yeah,
0: I could remember her first name just because I'm like, okay, queen. Like, she is literally all I've been thinking about. I'm like, God bless you out there. Like, may, may everything go your way and all of your stars aligned because <laughs> for somebody – like that who's you know a high-ranking professional to say that publicly again it means a lot so um we are going i'm gonna read a little bit more from this which are
1: more of jennifer is it hominy hominy i think you could say it any way you want because i don't really know <laughs> <laughs> i like we're
0: Jenny. Jenny girl. Jennifer, (laughs) Miss Jennifer.
1: Jennifer, Our girl,
0: Jennifer. (laughs) So she said it's somewhat of an open secret that the current rules incentivize people to either lie about their medical history when it comes to mental health or avoid seeking help in the first place, she says in a prepared remarks published by the NTSB. Quote, I am frankly concerned about the safety consequences of a system that unintentionally shames and silences people who are struggling. She adds, "The event will be held on the sixth of December, and the first of seri- It will be the first of a series of events that will focus on U.S. aviation safety." Hamadi's comments come just days. After reports surfaced that a Delta Airlines first officer in 2022 threatened a captain with a firearm during a commercial flight. He was indicted on eighth, the 8th of October, and is set to be arraigned later this month. Um, which I was kind of curious about. Um, when you had what 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 did you say in the beginning? When you had read something off, it was like after several events have come to light. And I'm like, what are those several events? Like, obviously oh, yeah. we know about the whole Alaska thing. You and I, I don't know if we've talked about it on the show, but we've talked and, you know, through text and just over conversation about this Delta Airlines event with the gun, with the firearm. Um, yeah. But I would, I'm really curious. And I guess hopefully we'll find out next week what those other seven were. I guess five events are that took place. I wonder
1: if um one was the the pilot and the parking gate. Like oh the, that one could yeah because yeah, it was an airline pilot. Definitely had a
0: a snap. Um mm-hmm. geez. Well uh we are going to talk about the the gun in the cockpit. Um speaking of So I guess we haven't talked about it yet, but I don't know how that flew under our radar and I don't know how I haven't really seen much more of that on any social media or, and I haven't had like any targeted news
1: about it. So yeah, I'll let you get into that. Yeah. I didn't put any news in there because I was like, I haven't really seen any articles about it. Like, I think I saw one or two, but I was like, we don't have time to dive into this guys. I'm sorry. (laughs) we don't have very much time today but it is interesting that that happened i believe it was like the first officer holding the gun to the captain and obviously the circumstance we don't really know a lot about but i believe that the news articles that i had previously read were the first officer was mad that the captain wouldn't divert or wouldn't land or something like that or was going to land and he didn't want to it probably was go home day that's my thing i'm like he probably really needed to get home <laughs> and he was pissed that there was going to be a diversion happening but um not a reason to hold a gun to your captain's head so that's all i know about it i'm sure you know there was some mental health issues going on because that's not like the kind of response you have when something like that happens if you're an airline pilot when you're thinking normally so or at least i would hope not yeah like at least i would hope not yeah yeah we don't (laughs) condone those actions yeah okay so um i'm just gonna keep reading on about the um the ntsb article sorry on my end in my notes like the articles are so tiny i'm like what is Same. this one about Same. um and that was the only way i could get them into the notes app without like copy and pasting mm-hmm. but when you click on them you can pull them up bigger so that helps um okay so this one says last week an off-duty alaska airlines pilot traveling in the cockpit jump seat on a flight to san fran from seattle um attempted to shut off the engines of an aircraft in flight forcing it to divert to portland oregon he claimed to have taken psychedelic mushrooms prior to the incident and had told law enforcement authorities that he was having a nervous breakdown and then he was charged with 83 counts of attempted murder mental health doesn't affect those in aviation any differently than it affects others around the world homendy says we're all human which means we're all affected by fatigue, illness, grief, and other work-related or personal stressors. Pilot mental health, both in general aviation and commercial context, is a massive white elephant in the cockpit, says, say aviation medical professionals worldwide. That is because regulators hold all the power, and some say the system forces pilots to make unwise choices to avoid losing their permission to fly. Um, I just really like that they actually, like, said what's going on because it's like the first time that you know someone in the government has actually acknowledged that there are issues happening like I feel like the FAA is always on the defensive always like no this is not the issue like you're the issue um whereas or that that
0: People feeling this way is misinformation. I was looking at another article of uh, Northrop saying that, oh, this is a myth. This is misinformation. This is just something that gets thrown around. But that's not actually true. Most people get their medical back. In fact, almost all people get their medicals back. To see somebody just say that this is outright wrong and it is the FAA's fault and that they need to update the systems because people are lying because of the system is nuts. Because when you first think about these kind of things, and, like, the first thing that came to mind when um, you had sent me this, like, press release was, okay, well, that's good. We're going to have a roundtable, but how are they going to spin it? You know, I was kind of Mm -hmm. like, "Mm, are they going to come at this in a negative way? And then immediately off the top, reading her statements, you know she's on our side.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that feels good because you know traditionally it's like okay we have one government agency versus another are they just like just talking about this just because of the current issues to kind of appease the public or do they actually want to make something happen and with her comments I feel like yeah like she understands that this is an issue
0: yeah, for sure which is so refreshing loves that again jenny our queen like
1: <laughs> honestly yeah. she's is she gonna be there do you know oh yeah i think she's like the the host the one of the doing event. it okay you know? that's, like, i figured called this i so, figured but
0: i didn't want to like just assume i cannot and wait honestly to shake her hand, i'm hopefully i'm <laughs>
1: really hoping i'm just really 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 hoping northrop is there like i would just love it just so I can shake her hand and be like, hi, how's it going? Good to see you. Like, we're here. We're up in this bitch. <laughs> yep. Um, Say okay. what now? Anyways, back to the Moving subject. Got to keep on subject today because we don't have that much time. Okay, so the FAA's response to Hominy's comments were like two days later they answered back and they made, they came up. A proposal for an aviation rulemaking committee which they've done in the past like this has happened back in 2015 and i don't think they really acted on any of the advice of what they call the arc the aviation rulemaking committee they didn't act on anything so now we're back to where we were you know 10 years ago per use and I'm just going to read like a little part of what the ARC is like all about. So it says, and who it'll kind of include, and I'm not going to read this whole thing because there's a lot to it. Um, But it says the ARC will include medical experts and aviation and labor representatives. The FAA will finalize the charter for the rulemaking committee and appoint the panel of experts in the coming weeks. It will build on previous work the FAA has done to prioritize pilot mental health, including Increasing mental health training for medical examiners, supporting industry-wide research and clinical studies on pilot mental health, hiring additional mental health professionals to expand in-house expertise and to decrease wait times for return-to-fly decisions. Um, The next two bulletins are completed clinical research and amended policy to decrease the frequency of cognitive testing in pilots using antidepressant medications And then the last one, increasing outreach to pilot groups to educate them on the resources available. So those are the things that the ARC will implement and work on, I believe. Which are
0: all fantastic things. Obviously, you know, you and I could sit here for an hour and talk about other things that we would like added to that list. But these are really, really, really good places to start. And the biggest one for me and an ultimate theme that I see here is just getting more bodies, like having more people in the FAs office being able to work on this or people that have expertise to work on it, educating people so that they can work on it efficiently, Um, which is important because I feel like a lot of what we're seeing is just the efficiency. The efficiency is one of the main reasons for the time and the transparency aspect because we're not seeing people the, the information that you're getting is so few and far between and if there were more people there to accommodate those requests I don't know it would just be more of a streamlined process off I mean obviously there are other things in there that are great as well but I do like all their points so I guess wow we're we're at the end that's kind no, of we it. are I'm we sorry.
1: freaking boot scooted through that episode Yeah I just
0: I feel like you and I it's like if we really want to talk about this we're going to be here
1: for a little while (laughs) we just can't do it i was like we could really break it down but i feel like guys like when we come back from the round table emma and i are probably going to be pumped up on adrenaline just from being there from being around everyone who's been working on this for years with us and from like just the buzz of what may come of change and all of that that we'll have a lot to talk about um when we come back from that so Mm -hmm. we should save it to to talk later you know yeah
0: so i mean the last thing i'll definitely touch on which speaking of that being next week i really don't know y'all if there will be an episode next week unless like maddie comes home with me and then we end up recording which i don't know i girl I was like, gonna uh. be highly unlikely <laughs> highly unlikely
1: like we already said that we don't like to work when we're together and the fact that we're doing a round table i'm like we're gonna be just like not able to work anymore after that we need a break yeah uh, so i guess and
0: yeah so we probably won't have an episode next week sorry about that sorry guys um we're busy advocating and- Yeah, Uh, I'm sorry this episode is short. I know that there are going to be people that like, okay, well, y'all could have talked about that longer. But genuinely, we're just places to be, things to do, sites to see. And I really just wanted to do this this week because I didn't want to go four weeks without talking to you guys. And I just wanted to touch in and update you all. And I feel like there are folks out there that haven't even heard about this roundtable event that is happening. So wanted to inform everyone what's going down. Um, I also just wanted to call on our audience again to please sign up and join PMHC. If you are able to do so, please help and donate to the campaign. Um, I feel like this trip to Washington won't be the last and it really helps to have these funds so that we're able to show up to these kinds of events to advocate to help make change. So- I'm really excited to see what what kind of differences we can bring to the table. and really, it wouldn't be possible for uh, without everyone listening here today. But yes, please donate to PMHC if you're able to do so. If not, sign up and support or become a volunteer. You can write an affidavit, which helps us when we are able to go to events like this in DC. It also just helps us to have that evidence and a backlog of your experience um, because the more stories we have, the more evidence we have. So And if you're able to join us in DC, please join us. Um, It would be so cool to see some of you there. So I know it's kind of last minute, but um, it is what it is. If you're able to make it, you're able to make it. Um, And we hope to see you all there. So with that being said, we will move into our fun questions.
1: It's fun questions. Okay, so (laughs) I asked a specific question for a reason. If you wanted to annoy me, what would you do? uh for you tell you that you're annoying me <laughs> maybe that that's not annoying <laughs>
0: I don't know to
1: annoy you Ooh, just
0: like being a little bitch and like not doing what I say I'm gonna do <laughs> exactly <laughs> you already know <laughs> changing the schedule uh (laughs) not being accountable double
1: booking um triple booking slash canceling no we you and I cancel on each other all the time but we've learned over the years how to work with one another (laughs) on our scheduling
0: okay so
1: what about okay
0: if you had wanted to annoy me what would you do which I know your answer for me is going to be so easy
1: Oh, you beat terrasses <laughs> yeah like, with you like just, if you, if I fuck with Emma for too long it's like a trigger for her and she's like I'm annoyed
0: yeah it, it will it, we I we really got to the bottom of it the last time you were here I think it is a symptom of being an older sister it's like I wasn't allowed to play fight with my siblings and if I did I got my ass you know I got that whooping Um. so I just even if my siblings were like beating on me I would really try to hold back so I don't know after a while it's like it taps into something like something inside me is going to be like you're going to be punished for this I
1: think that's that's what I'm looking for I want you to punch back
0: (laughs) just like tap into that trauma
1: girl tap in
0: let it out oh my goodness okay next question if you wanted to make me really happy
1: how would you do that oh for you so easy just like little treats all throughout the day yeah <laughs> you'd be like oh my god literally you're so good to me Gosh,
0: but you're the same way. I, know. I feel like you're the same way. I'm like she just wants a little treat. she wants like a little cookie. she wants like a little lip gloss. she mm-hmm. wants she wants a little drink you know like yeah, we're just girls. We're just girly girls and that's why we're it's friends
1: like a little prezi throughout the day. That's what it feels like you're like rewarding yourself for just like making it through a few hours of the day.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, what's your friend type, which obviously we know each other's friend type. I feel like yours is a little bit different than mine. Um, because you, you have like, a like this other side to you, you know what I mean? Being a Scorpio, you're able to like, you're, able to be cool, but you're able to be spicy, hot, crazy girl. (laughs) Um, my friend type, Uh, I love people that tend to break the rules because I was such a rule follower growing up. I like people that bring me out of my shell to a certain extent.
1: Um, I really don't know how to
0: explain, (laughs) like, there are just people that I get along with and there are people that I just don't. And I get along with most people. Like I've worked a lot of different jobs where you work with a lot of different personalities and it takes a lot for me to not like you. But there are just some people that I just don't get on with and I don't know how to describe that kind of person. Maybe it's, um, I'm very outgoing, but there are just some people that are almost too outgoing.
1: Yeah, like you get overloaded with someone who has more energy than yes, you? yes yes and I
0: feel like I have a lot of energy but you, you would do. be shocked there are people out there that exist with a lot more energy than me and I feel like Maddie yeah. you could probably attest to like I have energy but also I'm like kind of like a cat like I'm gonna get the zoomies yeah. but then I also am like chill
1: me and Emma have the a good, like, vibe. To, I love that about us. Like, we can go places, but we're also, like, let's just sit on the couch and watch TV together. No, let's for real. Let's just laze around at the pool. Like, we don't have to be constantly doing something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I don't know. I feel like my friend type is definitely somebody who's, like, chill, low-maintenance, patient, um, you're very patient and yes, I, patience. Patient.
1: you do need patience. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, I would say you require patience and I don't mind that because I am a pretty patient person <laughs> because sometimes
0: like, I just like, Oh God. Okay. Especially when I'm with you, Maddie, it's like, we were trying to leave the house and I always forget one thing. Like, there's always one item missing. It's always
1: my wallet, my phone. Like, I have to go back. I'm sorry. (laughs) I forgot. Like, what did we forget? And we had to drive all the way back. Your keys. Because my key key
0: to my house was on my car keys. And my car keys were with the valet people. And that thought did not occur to me. Obviously, you know, new thing (laughs) for me to be in valet. So... You learn that lesson once, you never do it again. That's something that I was so pissed off. I was like, you've got to be kidding me right (laughs) now. This is cutting into my fun time. Um, Okay,
1: but what's your friend type? So I feel like my friend type is, like you said, like we're yin and yang. So like my friend type is like you, like, I love like super outgoing people who love to talk my, like, I just really gravitate towards those types of people, passionate people, dramatic. I love the dramatics because I feel like I'm not super dramatic in my life. So like, I'm drawn to people like that. They excite my life, I guess. I don't know how to explain it, but um. You just love Hmm. the drama. I don't want to be in the drama, but But you love. Let's talk about it. Yes, (laughs) like you love the
0: like. Not necessarily that you love the drama. You just like love the the like the energy. You know what I mean. Yeah, the energy of it. You love being entertained. That's what I want to be. I want to like
1: stand close to the fire, but like don't want to get burnt. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. You love to be entertained. You love to listen to me talk about anything that's, like, going on in my life. Like, yep. my ins and outs. You love being entertained. You love to ask questions. But you're very, like... That's one thing I've noticed about you is you do love, like... You love the entertainment. I think that's just you. You want, like, yeah. people to, like, bring light into your life. And yeah, I want to your... be
1: entertained by my friends. Like, yes. Exciting. And you're an
0: observer. Like, and yeah. but that's why you're so good at, like guessing things about d- different people it's like I feel like I'm decent at observing people because I can always tell when somebody's just an a-hole but you are really good at like observing people and listening to what people say and like remembering that like odd facts or like things that they want or things that they like like that's mm-hmm. a talent you have thank
1: you I don't yeah, know if that has anything you, to do with your like friend you're observing is like from your energy <laughs> like you're an energy like Like, you can sense energies. I Emma's, like, my, like, bullshit liar, like, evil detector. Like, she knows right (laughs) away if someone's bad. And I am always the one who's, like, well, let's just, like, see. Like, let's just give them a chance. And then I'll come around, like, a week later and be, like, yeah, you were right. (laughs) It doesn't take long. No. it never does it never but does me, it. it's like you said like I have to listen to people and like that's how I observe is like by really listening and like trying to understand people and then once I see like their true intents I'm like oh but like it's easier for you because like I said it's like you get this like energy and then you're like no these people yeah, are no not good I'm like okay I trust you but let me vet it out real quick I can always I can always tell in like at
0: least 10 10- Five ten minutes. Honestly, sometimes I can tell immediately. I'm just like, uh-uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Bye-bye, Satan. Not today. <laughs> Satan. Not today, devil. Uh, oh, oh, I love that about I love that about our chemistry though. But honestly, sometimes I need you to open my eyes to certain things, but that's why we work. We just work. Okay. We're best friends. <laughs> Marriage
1: possible. <laughs> When are we i marrying, love by you the way? i have um i need to release the kissing photos from charleston by the way oh yeah
0: no we could uh it, but see we we <laughs> gotta save those for like a certain time like maybe to raise donations or something that <laughs> If you needs... guys
1: want to see emma and i kissing you need to donate to pmhc
0: <laughs> we're gonna have to edit that out i feel like <laughs> do you think anyone will get to this part enough to even care (laughs) no and
1: if they do those are our real og friends and i love them for that
0: we'll have to post it just to give like people context because they're so like mild it's 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 literally like
1: yeah i look like (laughs) your big your mommy because i'm so tall like standing (laughs) up and you're like like a little birdie (laughs)
0: but we love we love kissing each other on the lips it's one thing we do we don't make out no tongue, but like just a soft gentle
1: it just is like so soft
0: yeah yeah (laughs) okay
1: love you I
0: love you too baby girl okay that is all for this week's episode um sorry if there wasn't a lot of meat and bones i keep saying that i'm like hungry i really want boiled peanuts
1: okay uh <laughs> how southern of you to even say that you love a boiled peanut Do i fucking a love boiled peanuts such is
0: bomb they are so good oh i have two cans of boiled peanuts right now i could oh. honestly dig in but anyways Thank you all so much for listening. And uh, in the season of thanks, I feel like I always say it, but I can never say it enough. Thank you to all of our listeners who have made this journey possible. Um, We really could not be here without you. It's something that Maddie and I say to each other all the time is like, in a lot of these meetings in this group, we're sitting there with people who have all supported this show, who have either were a listener or they were a guest on this show. And it feels really, really good to be surrounded by this community. Um, Although we are small, we are mighty. And I just feel very grateful, super, super grateful. And I might not believe in a lot of things, but I definitely believe in this. So I love you all. Don't make me get emotional. We're going places, y'all. We're going to D.C. We're going to D.C. (laughs) next week. It's all coming around. Oh, Lordy. Well, Again, thank you all for tuning in and listening this week. Please go to pmhc.org and sign up and donate or become a volunteer and or write an affidavit. It helps so much. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Also, um, the petition is still very much a thing please sign it. When it gets to 15K signatures, it is one of the most liked on change.org. So that is kind of our new little goal with the petition. So let's get it there. Why the hell not? We've done a lot of other things. Let's just shoot for the moon y'all. Okay. Love you all. I'm just spinning my wheels right now, but um, that's it. Is there anything that you
1: want to touch on Maddie before we go? I have nothing you said at all. We love you guys. Thank you so much for your guys' support. And we can't wait to represent you in Washington, D.C. at the NTSB meeting. You heard
0: what the woman said, and I can't agree more. Toodles, y'all. We'll speak to you, maybe not next week, but hopefully the week after. <laughs> Bye. Bye.